0: At LuckyLandslots.com
1: Available to players in the US, excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and
2: conditions. Supply. Hello and welcome to the TrampeBet podcast for Saturday the 13th of February 2021. I'm your host John Walker and with me as always is Andy Vaughan.
0: Good afternoon. And Gordo.
2: Hello. I've just realised that I always double name Andy and always just go Gordo, and I don't know why. We've always we've always done that. It
0: was I, Gordon's decision. It, it was my very st- first episode. He came on and he said, "No, nah, I just call me Gordo," and then it <laughs> yeah, stuck. It, it stuck, but it, worse though, because I use this occasionally as
1: like a work laptop for Zoom. And I can't. I forget to change my name, so that's and I can't change it in group calls when I'm in there because someone else is the admin. So I've just got a shortened version of my own
0: name, like joining a call. That's, that's fine. I mean, that's okay. You're you're not called some ridiculous. I don't know yeah. the non the, the nonce of Kings Park or something. Yeah. <laughs> that's why is sick. your name?
2: <laughs> no,
0: we we actually had an alright week. I, last week, um, I, I had I had quite a good weekend, but as far as my picks went, they weren't good. <laughs> so, um, I mean, they were fine. The banker came in and the outsider. I'm just going to keep picking Mansfield games, knowing that they'll get voided. <laughs> like, they haven't even had COVID or anything. They just either are playing at a pitch that is unplayable or their own pitch is unplayable.
2: Well, two, two of our biggest standouts we'll get to them
0: in a minute. And it's really annoying me
2: because I mentioned it last week. It was on the, the Man manu Arsenal when I picked a goal in the second half. This is, this is like the third week running. I've failed to get a banker and the exact thing I predicted because it's been happening on a roll happened the very next game. Yeah. So I took Sevilla versus Hitafe for a goal in the first half, which had happened in all of Sevilla's league home games that season. Hitafe had conceded goals in the one, four, six and fifth minute of games. Already in the last five games, no goal. Sevilla then scored 10 minutes in the second half, but they scored after 24 minutes against Barcelona in their next game. Hitafi let in two first half goals midweek. You're like, this is so frustrating to see a pattern and go, right, it's going to happen. But that is the the one and two odds, I guess, from
0: a banker. <laughs> so, <laughs> so when I saw that happen, because I, I liked the banker treble this week and I had, I had a, a decent whack on that. And I was keeping up to date with this, with that game as it was in play. Did they, they not have a goal varred off? Handball, illiterate yeah. move. Yeah. So I'm sort of watching that, and I'm like, when it didn't come in at halftime, I was like, do you know what? Sevilla are just over even money to win this game, and I just rebagged that, and they they went on the second half and comfortably won three 0 So. Oh,
2: I mean, they were, they were all over
0: them. They yeah, were, they were I mean, absolutely was a all
2: over. in the first half. It, it went exactly as I thought it would. I just couldn't believe they never got the goal.
0: Yeah, n- neither could I, but it was always coming. So yeah. I actually ended up okay on that just by being aware of what the game, what was going on in the game. Uh, my banker sailed in. It was nice and easy. FC Copenhagen away at Horsens at 1-2. Uh, they won 2 nil. It was all done and dusted after 20 minutes. A very strong banker. That was one I really, really liked. Odds of 1-2 made no sense at all. They went, they went 1-0 up in the first five minutes. Yeah. You know, and, and that was basically game over.
1: And uh, I had Bayern Munich away at Hertha Berlin. Started the, the weekend off right with a 1-0 win. Uh, they won at the price of 2-7. to seven,
0: So Hertha just wouldn't go away in that game. No. They, they at, no at no point did they look like scoring. Really. No. But they just they just wouldn't go away. Like, they put in so much effort. You know that sort of effort you put in if you're 0-0 and you're clinging on to it for the last five minutes? Yeah. They played like that for about 60 minutes. 1-0 <laughs> down. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then but Lewandowski missed a he missed a penalty to start with.
0: Like,
1: um, yeah, that would, but, yeah, he did. But yeah, so 1 0. Um, as Andy said, it wasn't as comfortable as I'd have hoped, but it is a winning pick, so good. I will take it.
2: That penalty missed Lewandowski is like one of the only games in Bundesliga he's not in the scored in about twenty in a row. It's like a ridiculous record. So that penalty miss is like it's a blemish on if you go to his flash score, it's yeah. just goals, goals, he's goals. So I let down the Bank of Treble, but it was my only blemish last week. Um, my value pick was probably my bet of the week. I was really, really confident on this one. St. Murn at home at Kilmarnock. I took the home side St. Murr. They won 2 now. They were 11-10. Kilmarnock are so, so bad. That was a great price. Pick it was a really week. good pick Quite as well.
0: Yeah. yeah, it was wonderful.
2: Yeah, it's nothing yeah. to report. It was, it was it was that simple. St. Murr played really good football. Actually, really nice football from what I've seen in the highlights. They actually look like I, I watched them last night against Celtic, and Celtic just ran away with it in the end. But they did not play anything like they played against Coman. They were a really nice passing side against Coman. I think Jim, Jim Goodwin has built a really, really good side. It's St. Munn, and from the highlights, it looked like really good goals as well. Um, but yeah, eleven to ten was silly for a team. For Coman, I it the joint worst away records.
0: Either bad, Coman are yeah. bad. Yeah. Um, my value pick let the side down this week. I took maybe got a wee bit greedy. I took it uh, six to four priced Livingston at home to St Johnson because I thought there was a lot of value in that price uh, the game was close but they ended up on uh, on the losing side 2-1 um, maybe a wee bit ambitious in in retrospect
2: well it's pretty much see, see for people who don't know like, like Livingston's form has been ridiculous but St- oh, it's been wonderful but St Johnson haven't been that far behind them so I, I do agree Like on, on the pick it being the value was ridiculous for it because Livingston are well I think they're the second best team in the league or second yeah. form team in the league but St Johnson, that's St Johnson now. Can kind of taking taken that mantle? That mantle, now. yeah.
1: And uh, yeah, I um, completed the value travel by getting my game called off due to heavy snow. <laughs> uh, this was Beulah um, Bfl versus Bremen, and it didn't take place. So
2: great result. That's, yeah, that's it. That's big. There's no. There's no win. There's no loss. There's nothing and staying in Bundesliga on Saturday my outsider was Freiburg to beat Dortmund at 17-4 to four, so just better than 4-1 to one. Freiburg 1-2-1 the game went exactly as the plan Dortmund cannot defend they will get what? you are paid out on it yeah it, well, I, mate I wasn't even tracking that I just had it I looked at it full time I, I didn't even want to Wonderful. It. I, wa- I watched the full game the Freiburg play were so so good
1: against them
0: that was a great and, pick
2: Dortmund are too open yeah I, they, they they do not they do not have that in their mindset and it's because they do have so many young players as it's that attacking enthusiasm but teams are just figuring them out I think a, a little bit now I did say at the time that uh, Leipzig when they had the 3-1 win away at Leipzig was an outlier it didn't mm-hmm. make any sense from the way they've been playing I would look at Dortmund um, away from home against teams in the top 6 or 7 or any team that's got good home form fighting for something um, in, in the coming weeks, I'll be sticking on them because I think Dortmund will give teams chances and give teams goals. Mm.
0: Yeah. Uh, my outsider, similar to Gordon's value, was postponed, uh, returned a void on the coupons. Mansfield versus Forest Green. Waterlogged pitch at Mansfield.
1: Um, yeah, and my outsider was incredibly disappointing as it was Frozen only versus Venezia, The game that I predicted to nothing to happen. Things happened. Um, so this was... Uh, only went up 2-0. Vinicius went up 2-0. only pulled a goal back. So I was close... I was closer to the draw because frozen Frozanoni was twice suspended with them attacking. Like, not even in, like, 90th minute or anything, but, like, 78 and then, I think, 85. Um, and they, they just couldn't get the goal. I couldn't find any highlights of this game. It's much like trying to find highlights of any, you know, Sierra B game. It's just there's really... There's never that much going on. There's nothing else to report on. Um, but this, this game... That
0: is- Wow, like your simile play is strong, man. Trying to find highlights of a Serie B game was like trying to find highlights of Serie
1: Yeah, once again, my simile game being very strengthened there. <laughs> um, but yeah, so frozen in a Venezia. They, it ended up 2-1 to Venezia.
0: So frustrating. So, so frustrating. It's an and, outsider. You can't beat yourself up about it. It was a good pick.
2: And similar to what I was talking about earlier, Godo, Frozenoni, then three days later, do get a one-one draw. Yeah, oh game. yeah, uh, exactly yeah. a plan. It's it just, was it was a good pick. Aye, it's just just frustrating. Uh, the charity pick. So my charity pick was in the, the Greek Super League. It was Panathinaikos away to a traumatist. I took Panathinaikos at thirteen to ten. They'd kept seven seven and a half of the last games of football had been clean sheets. Barely conceding shots against them. They go 1-0 up. I think it's comfortable. I'm just waiting for it to go 2-0 because it was on the early payout and Bet365. Mm-hmm. Um, they conceded 1-1. Went 2-1 up again. Same idea. They conceded two goals and I was going off my nut. going a Traumatis have only scored two goals in one of the last seven games. And Panathinaikos be keeping all these clean sheets. And whilst I was sending you that message, Panathinaikos ran straight up the park and scored, made it 3-2 and saw the game out. 13 to 10 for that, that game should have been much easier. That game should have been leaning towards two three nil rather than them conceding goals. But I was I was happy to be in the right end. 13 to ten was amazing value for that. I was so glad that I came in. Because sometimes when it's leagues I don't dip my dip my toe in too often. I do get worried. Cause I'm just following ah, I'm just following stats. Yeah. yeah. Just following stats rather than knowing the league. But yeah, 13 to 10, 3 2 win, comfortable.
0: I took Leicester away at Wolves. This let the let the charity treble down um, as it ended in a nil-nil draw I thought they're better than evens price and Vardy had a chance to win it right at the end in stoppage time he missed a, essentially a free header from six yards out put it past the post which was sitting watching it you're waiting for the net to ripple I mean him missing that is like Jamie Vardy missing a six yards <laughs> free header in stoppage time <laughs> you, just don't, you just don't expect it <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was, it was, it, he was so close as well, wasn't he? Like,
0: it, yeah, I thought it was I, in. I thought it was I, in. I that's what I'm saying. We're, you're waiting for the net to ripple and say he's a bullet header six yards out. You know, what you're thinking there is just don't hit it straight at the keeper. Aye. Um, and he and he missed the target. So, and with that, the the charity bet failed. So, my apologies. Um,
1: and I, I had Machari bet in this was Lazio versus um Cagliari. Uh, Lazio won one 0 Uh they scored in about the sixtieth minute. Um and they didn't Cagliari never really come back into it. If you look at the stats of the game, Lazio had them much better at the game. They had more of the ball. And uh, Cagliari have lost I think they've lost seven on the spin now. I oh, know they got a one one draw with Sassuolo in there. They've lost um their last Eight out of the nine games, so they're a team to be watching to back against at the moment. But um, yeah, a one nil win for Lazio there at four to eleven would have round would have made the charity bet much better had Jamie Vardy managed to find the net.
0: I think now's probably a good time to mention that I didn't have a great week. In my picks, uh, it, was, it was okay, but overall I did quite well, and overall the Facebook group did very well as well, John. Uh, I don't know if you saw, there was a lot of. Uh, a lot, lot of activity um, before games kicked off that, that turned into winning bets. Uh, Peter Glover, has been putting in a, a lot of good stuff with goal scorers, but also putting out both teams to score in the Man United-Everton game. Um, basically a lock, uh, a game in which um, I was done over by that very, very late Everton goal as I took Man United to win in both teams to score. Maybe got a wee bit greedy. Um, but thanks to Matt Lambert for, for pointing out that if you want to put a, a bet on a team to win and both teams to score, if you do, if you're on Bet three six five, do it on Bet Builder. That would have paid out as two separate things because it would have paid out Man United winning when they went two two goals ahead, and then it would have paid oh. out would have paid out separately on the yes for both teams to score, and it was the same odds. So if you're do, if you're doing that bet on three six five, do it that way. I mean, it's rare that that will happen. The team will go two two goals ahead and then and then fuck it essentially, but. Man United did just that and screwed me out of a decent return. Because so, we were talking last week about how, to, how you can do the same bet different ways and either get better odds for it or get little insurance things based on the book. So that's one to look out for. Bet-build your teams to win and both teams to score for that extra of the early payout. I feel like uh, it, Freddie Quinn, great shout. Mm, sorry, John. Oh, that's what I was going to say. I was going to
2: say, I feel like there's a game I watched recently that uh, finished 1-1 and your tip on that would have come in and I just realised it was Hamilton v Rangers which finished 1-1 and both goals were own goals Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. So you'd have got paid out for your no goal scorer and a 1-1 you Your
0: no, no first goal scorer
2: and I gave me two goals That's right I, I honestly thought about it the, the minute I seen the replay of the goal that Hamilton scored I was like oh well, that's McGregor own goal it's not going in
0: Yeah um, Freddie Quinn good shout in play Stockport to beat Yeovil after watching the first 15 minutes of that uh, shout out to Even Money Um, James McIver an excellent pick on Tranmere to beat Port Vale and included all the the stats alongside that 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 looked like it would be a game with goals as well I ended up taking Tranmere and both teams to score and they won 3-1 so that was 4-1 so cheers James for that shout Um, so really good stuff happening there of course we had the Super Bowl as well at the weekend Um, another year for me and another successful anthem win Uh, (laughs) lovely over 1 minute 59 seconds um, was, was the line, the even money line Took the over two minutes sixteen seconds, wow. sailed it brilliant. That's it. and and then leg two of the bet us being heads. Of course heads again. Great. That's me. Like, I'm done. I don't really need to watch the rest of it. Like that that that's where my betting excitement ends because I don't know enough about the sport to actually put anything decent on anything else. I just I just enjoy the spectacle. Um, but yeah, Super Bowl was fun. So join the Facebook group. Um, all listeners, welcome. Just search Trampled Bet Podcast on Facebook. Click join and we'll accept Jen and get get involved in that community. I see Campbell's already pointing out um, some bookies offers for the Cheltenham Festival. That's something we'll be getting very heavily involved in in the weeks going forward.
2: Yeah, it'll be something we're putting on a Patreon. Um, we've not had too many new members recently. So Patreon is still there. £5 a month, still loads there. As we've just mentioned there, Cheltenham coming up, UFC events coming up. European football coming back, so there will be mid episodes. Andy does his cheat sheet, which is just a printout, and you also get the video version, early access of this episode, the day before the actual release. £5 pound a month, patreon.com forward slash tramplebet. We'd really appreciate your support. It covers all the website costs. It covers all the, the hosting costs, and it covers the website costs. We'd really appreciate
0: if you'd have the, the spare five in a month to join and help us out. Probably covers our producer, Gad. Black maybe getting the occasional donor kebab as well. So
2: yeah, to- which he deserves because he puts Aye, way down. more work.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: we sound we sound legible.
1: It's incredible. Like most of the time, that that just isn't the case.
0: You know what legible means?
1: Yeah, it's, we sound like you can make us out. Is what we're saying because on the midweek podcast, myself and John were doing. At one point, I started talking and got halfway through and went, "Yeah, the words just." fell apart midway through. So he, he generally makes that sound cohesive. So
0: Legi- Legible's
1: about handwriting. Well, this is spoken writing. Fucking hell, Gordon. Gary, <laughs> <is> <laughs> yeah, try and make that sound really, like, make that sound, I don't know, whatever the word should be. Uh, <laughs> read your definitions. Read them and understand them! <laughs> How did I didn't remove Andy at that point? <laughs>
2: <laughs> let, let, let's move on to more fun, uh, more fun things in this week's picks. So Saturday, 13th February. My banker, I'm going to go against, which I gave you as abuse for quite a lot. Uh, Scottish Premier League on Saturday, Rangers versus Kilmarnock. I am going the home's team, minus one, Rangers at two to five. I am so... Uh, uh, Rangers fans must suffer the worst PTSD since like Nam soldiers going back to the U.S., Rangers fans are like freaking out. Rangers are five wins away for the title. They're playing a Command side that are the second worst away from home. They have yes. conceded twenty goals and scored nine. They have ten points. Rangers at home have played thirteen, won thirteen, scored thirty nine, conceded one. Command have lost four of the last five away games. Two 0 Rangers to win minus one is two to five, which I think is just beyond belief that you're getting that much value for this. This, this is a high banker for me going two to five. Rangers minus one at home look Um I cannot see how this doesn't come in. I honestly think Rangers will put three or four past them. Really comfortable win. But I'm just going minus one. I am going. I think I'm going quite conservative. I thought Rangers 1-6 just to win at home was really nice, but I wasn't exactly going to bring anyone's eyes to a 1-6 of the top playing second-worst bottom away from home. But 25 5 for minus one
0: is quite tasty. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Just how bad Kilmarnock are. My banker is Sunday at 5pm um, back in the Danish Superliga. So I bet against Horsens last week uh, when they had a home game against Copenhagen. This week they have a harder game. Uh, they're travelling away to Michelin, Um and you'll get Mitchelland for a home win odds of 1-4. to four. They're second in the table, 30 points from 15 matches, only one point behind top place. Bronby, Horsens dead last, six points all season. One of which, one point has come on the road all season. So they've got one point away from home. They're playing the second best team in, in the league. Uh, arguably, they're playing the first, the best team in the league that happened to be in second place by a point just now. Um, it's, a, it's an easy home win uh, at
2: 1-4. Yeah, I agree. I, I honestly like you can even go minus one just by how many away goals Horsens can see as well and how good they score. Yeah, I really like this.
1: I, I talked to Andy midweek and... What about picks generally right and one of the things said was horses are fucking shite that was that was your main gambit and that oh, they're it was terrible like, was they're
0: this? so bad
1: um, so yeah so I, hopefully I'll round off the banker travel this week on Valentine's Day this is Sunday this is midday and I'd love 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 Monaco to uh, well Monaco versus Lorient to be over 1.5 goals I've, I don't know if, if many of you or many of the listeners have been watching Monaco games recently but they're absolutely mental. Like it, they just, They're just they like Liverpool in 2015, just throwing the bus at people, irrespective of how many goals they concede. Like, So their last few games have been 4-3 away at Nîmes. 2-1, they beat Nice. They beat Nantes 2-1. They beat Marseille 3-1. They beat Montpellier 3-2. They beat Angers 3-0. They beat Lorient when they played the reverse fixture 5-2. Um, there's just plenty of goals, and that's only on the Monaco side. Lorient themselves, I've been burnt by Lorient, over the last few weeks when I took PSG at 1-6 to, um, to to beat them. Lorient picked up some form now. And if you look at their overall form, they're scoring goals as well. They beat Paris FC in the Cup 2-1. They had Their only blemish in this bet would be they beat Reims 1-0. Um, but their other games, they were 3-2 against PSG, 3-2 versus Dijon, 1-1 um, versus Rennes. It's it's over 1.5 goals in this game. It just seems like an absolute lock. Um, and it, it might even happen in the first half. I looked at this bet for the first 20 minutes as a, not not specifically to be my outsider, but just as a high odds pick in there. And the bookies are only offering you 3-1 on that. Mm. That get, gives you the kind of indication about how many goals is expected in this game. So if you look at Monaco versus Lorient, and if you're doing your over-under lines, you're going um, to get 2-11 to for the price.
2: Yeah, Lorient. Uh, just, Monaco are going to battle them. That's going to be such a strong win, I think, as well. Even with Lorient's slightly better form. They lost 5-2 in the reverse fixture. Yeah. They, I mean, their away form's not been great. Their away form's yeah.
1: been, they've been, they've, in the last five games, they've only got two points out of them. Um, but, you know,
2: they score goals in those games, and that's all I'm concerned about. It's Valentine's Day, and Monaco are going to pump Lorient. That's what's <laughs> happening. Lorient, because they're worth it. <laughs> I'm going, for my value, I'm going to La Liga. It's Granada versus Atletico Madrid. I'm taking the away side, obviously. Atletico Madrid at 4-5. to five. The reason you're getting these odds is uh, Atletico Madrid have six players out with COVID. Um, three of them would be starting, but they're bringing in perfectly uh, acceptable yeah. replacements. I think the biggest miss uh, is Gio Felix. He is the, the biggest miss, but they still have. Luis Suarez in there to call on to put up front in the zone. They've got enough to beat this side in the reverse fixture. They won 6-1 at Atletico Madrid Stadium. Grenada aren't great. Um, but Atletico Madrid are currently 10 points clear with a game in hand at the top of the table. They're scrolling that league. I, I said that when it was like two points in it that I fancied them to go on and win that league. Although unfortunately, that was mm. the weekend they then get beat off Real Madrid. But since then, they've opened up a 13-point gap over Real Madrid. They are walking away with this title. Nobody will catch them because Real Madrid and Barcelona cannot put in any sort of consistent form. Atletico
0: will go to Granada. They'll keep a clean sheet in the win 2 0. Simple. 45. Nice. I think I backed that when you said it. I don't know where. I'll have to look through all my sportsbooks
2: accounts. Yeah. <laughs> so, Well, I also did say I fancied them for the Champions League as well. Consi- I think I backed that as well. As long as it stays two legs. As long as they yeah. complete it properly and the uh, athletic rib get a home and away leg, they win that tournament. As long as it does, they do the same as last year where they cut it down and try to finish it in one place. As mm. long as it's two legs and they actually get to play the games home and away and not yeah. like Arsenal, Benfica, where both games are played at a neutral venue. Neutral stadium. Yeah. If you're doing that, just play one game. Nobody's. Can't. Why does somebody need a home leg and an away leg? Aye, totally. Yeah. Totally. Fuck totally. it is. <laughs>
0: Uh, my value pick is Sunday night, so the 7pm game live on TV, Everton versus Fulham. I'm going to take a home win for Everton at just under even money, 5-6. to six. So they're 7th place in the table, 37 points, playing at home to relegation zone Fulham, who only have 15 points overall. Form-wise, Everton, pretty decent, 8 points from the last 5 games, Fulham only 3. And, and Everton's games of late have been quite hard games that they've performed quite well in, uh, they did well to rescue a late point um, against Man United last week. They won a very hard fought game against Tottenham in the cup um, last night. Fulham's last ninety minute win was fourteen games ago. So you might you might think that Fulham have got a bit better since the beginning of the season, but when you actually look at it, there's just some crappy draws in there. Really, um, I quite I quite fancy an Everton. Then the fact you're getting around even money, I think, is 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 big.
2: Yeah, I, I like it. I like. It. I think what I think what I've said a couple of times about Fulham. The issue I've got with Fulham is I'm wa- I'm watching this ticking time bomb of a bet that I have worth four hundred eighty quid on Fulham not yeah. to hit the twenty five point mark. So, oh right, okay. So all those only need little, ten more. All those little points are really bothering me, Andy. <laughs> all those crappy draws. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Um, but do you know what I've noticed watching them and it, it infuriates me. Scott Parker has literally put his identity on that team. And mm-hmm. that none of them want to pass forward. The whole team. No, nope. I've seen them in so like many counter-attacking. dangerous counter-attacking positions and they turn back mm-hmm. and it defends sideways. And I'm like, you can't you can't keep doing that. He's a playing safely all the way to a relegation. He's now eight yeah. points adrift. You just have to start playing forward. And it's so so painful to watch. And mm-hmm. um, Everton, however, that that game last night against yeah. Toronto, against them, that was I honestly think that's the first game in lockdown that I felt, felt like a football match. That it was, had proper <laughs> it was like a, it was like a proper cup game. It was end to end. There was goals. There was so many bad tackles near the end. People just tripping each other. Up. I was like, this feels like an actual cup game. This feels like a I, game. It, that I, I didn't even really care that the crowd noise was fake. I was like, this is good. Yeah. This has been an enjoyable game of football. So glass. I'm kind of like, Fans back and more of that because I really liked it. The only thing I didn't like was Mourinho not letting his goalie go up at the fucking hundred fifteenth minute when you're losing. Chuck a goalie Aye. in there and have a bit of excitement.
1: Totally, yeah. The I, I can I can tell you exactly why that game was over three goals. If you're
0: interested, um, you know what, Paddy Powers beat the drop is? <laughs> No, <I'm> yeah, <laughs> ten, ten questions and you have to split your initial starting fund among the answers. Yeah. Question seven last night: Will there be more than three goals in the Everton game? I had a big
1: fat no in that. <laughs> have have nine. <laughs> um, it was a it was a brown game. Do so, you know? Like it, it happens. They were at three goals so quickly that by the end of the game, I wasn't annoyed about it anymore. So, yeah, totally. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so my my value pick this week uh, comes to you from Germany. This is on Saturday at 2.30 with the bulk of the Bundesliga games this weekend. This is Stuttgart at home to Hertha Berlin. Um, Andy spoke about Hertha when I was talking about the Bayern pick that I'd made. Hertha are stubborn. They don't lose by much, but they lose a lot of games. Mm -hmm. Stuttgart have, if you look at their form of recent, in their last five games, they've won two, drawn one, lost two. But if you look at who their losses are against... Borussia München Gladbach and RB Leipzig both by one goal. There's there's no, you know, there's no injustice in that. They're, 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 these are better teams. Stuttgart are a mid-table team. When they play crap teams, they beat them. They beat Mainz 2-0. They beat Freiburg 1-0. Um they beat Heidenheim in the cup. Um I'm stretching back some of the results here. They lost to Bayern, they did a two-two draw with Union Berlin, and they did another two-two draw in there with Borussia München Gladbach. So they're scoring goals. Um But, you know, they're losing games against teams that are much better than them. Hertha Berlin are not better than Stuttgart at the moment. They've been absolutely dreadful. If you could look at their away form, they've got two draws and three losses, including a 1-0 loss to Armenia, Bielefeld, who are shite. Um, Frankfurt beat them 3-1. They did a 0-0 draw with Cologne. And um, Stuttgart, in the last three games they've played against Hertha Berlin, when they've been playing at home, they've won them. I think you're getting Stuttgart over even money here seems very generous. Some of the bookies have got it, like, weirdly higher priced than others. Um, so so shop around for a price. So at 3.65, three, six, I've got them at 8 to 7. Hills, have got them at 13 to 10. Uh, Unibet, I've got them at 17 to 11, which just seems wow. a, a pretty big price disparity in there. Um, anyway, so I'm taking Stuttgart at home to beat Hertha Berlin. That game's a draw.
2: What that game's a draw, man. Hera oh, Berlin are, are so boring, mate. They, they are so so boring. They, are. They've they made are to but Stuttgart score early. They in won't their games cling to, will cling on for life and not leave. That that that'll be if that comes in it's a single goal and it's tight the whole way. I'm, I'll give you Stuttgart 3-0 <laughs> as my nice. <name. laughs>
1: Paid out after about seventy minutes. They'll get an early goal. Hertha will creep back into the game.
2: Then Stuttgart will get them on the counter attack. There's just absolutely no chance, man. There's no chance. Honestly, that no chance. Not no chance of the bet. I mean, I'm saying there's no chance Stuttgart are racing into a three 0 lead in that game. I wonder what the under the odds are in three 0 Let me just briefly. I can check the correct
1: score here. You go. You go check. Guys, ah, no happening. Two one. That's it's an absolute lock. <laughs> <laughs> um, eh, John, if you if you fancy them, this game to be a draw. You can get the odds of uh, thirteen to five. I mean, the, bu- the bookies
2: don't I quite, fight like, the earth in this quite one. like that. I quite like that. I quite like that. Um, no. Obviously, it didn't stand out for me to take it. I just mm-hmm. feel like on further inspection and my pessimism, I feel that it's a draw and I'm worried about it.
1: Yeah, Stuttgart score goals. That's what they've got going for
2: them at the moment. Um, their home form's been good. That's that's what I'm taking this on. For my outsider, I'm diving over to Australia. Saturday morning, 6.05am UK time. Western Sydney Wanderers versus Melbourne. I am taking Western Sydney Wanderers to win this game at 15-8, to eight, so just shy of 2-1. to one. This will be slightly dependent on two things. Um, Graham Dorans has got a suspension, but I can't find anywhere that confirms or denies whether it's this game or... Or whether it's in two weeks' time, like because it's a five card accumulation, which normally means you're not suspended right away. You normally have like a game's leeway until it's put through. And because teams are playing every four days, I think it's normally like it has to go through actual paperwork, which normally means it takes like a week or two. So normally it would have been two games' time, but it might be like four games' time by the time it misses it. And really, just how uh, Melbourne set up. Melbourne have been really poor and they lost to Sydney, they drew away Jets and lost to Central Coast Mariners, teams that Western Sydney have drawn or won against. So just comparing them to that, Western Sydney have been really good. We've been following them because of Graham Dorrance and Ziggy Gordon. They won convincingly 2 an out of the week, uh, weekend, it was Monday. Um, won convincingly. I think this will be a tight game, but I think the way they've been playing, they have enough to play around the Sydney side that look really inconsistent and haven't really started their season yet. Western Sydney being priced considering they're above them in the league at two to one or just under two to one doesn't make any sense. And it's why it's really appealed to me as a standout outsider. They shouldn't be the outsider. They should be the favourite. Not by much. But I think fifteen eight is way too good to turn down. I really, really like this. I also like the Western Sydney to win in both teams to score, which is just over two to one so it's worth looking at that, but we've talked about this before. The Australian League is goals galore, so you don't, get, you don't get many more units for both teams to score and a team to win, but it's a really good game to watch. I will say this again, see if you're watching this game, regardless of score at 65 minutes, have a look at the odds for another goal. See if they're any better than, say, 1-3. It's worth your builder, starting a wee builder on it. But A-League, 6am, Saturday morning, Western Sydney Wanderers to beat Melbourne. I'm glad that you slated my last pick, because this was the only one I didn't like out of yours. Sydney have won <laughs> the last Sydney have won their last two games. They beat Wellington Phoenix and they beat MacArthur FC. But go back, like, MacArthur are a brand new side. Wellington Phoenix <laughs> have not been playing well.
1: Wellington Phoenix, they beat Central Coast that loss to Central Coast Mariners. I'll give you on on that one. But I I mean Western Sydney when we watched that game the other day, they they they're playing really well, and I, I can I can see why. But I, I don't know. I feel like Sydney, you're right, are going to kick into gear, and I think this might be the week that they do it. Um, but big price, so it's an outsider. You can't really quarrel an outsider unless it's you know ten to one, fifteen to one.
2: Yeah, I just think Western 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 Sydney Wonders are just turning turning up a little bit. Um, mm. They're looking really good, really tasty. I'm just, really, I'm just really convinced with the way they're playing. It's, it's what, Carl Robinson, who's the manager, did the exact same thing at the end of the season when Newcastle Jets when he took over, and they became one of the more formed teams in the league. He's doing the exact same thing. Um, Graham Dorans is starting to control that league as well. I really like it. Yeah. Um, odds are too good for me to turn down. I'm all over that bet, Gordo. I am all over that bet. Good. You can pair it with Stuttgart. <laughs>
1: Was that the uh, the horse, Andy? Did it come
0: in? Yep, Chalgrove, for Johnson. Did you win? Um, yeah, sixty quid. There you go for a wee tenner just for a a, a a little live horse racing bet. That's only exciting for me right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Andy, go on to your outsider because this is the bet of the week. Do You think so? Yeah. I, I I I was I was actually worried when I when I put this game up because obviously it's so high profile. Yeah. That um, you, that you might disagree. But Saturday at twelve thirty in the English Premier League, third place fourth Leicester versus Liverpool. The home team Leicester, who are third, uh, so above in the table by three points, are thirteen to five outsiders just now at Bet three six five. You'll get even big. You'll get an even bigger price. You'll almost get three to one at UniBet just now. Um, so big odds for the higher place team who are also playing at home. Uh, Form wise, Leicester have eight points in the last five games. Liverpool six. The head-to-head record is not kind to Leicester. I will point that out. But Liverpool are not playing as well as they have done in previous years when, when, when the sides have met. I think that's fair to say. Um, Liverpool have won six of the last seven meetings, the other one being a draw. But just watching Liverpool's poor run of late and also their demise and collapse at the hands of Man City last week says to me that getting a Leicester team at almost 3-1 is just, is just huge. Huge price wise, a lesser team that has Vardy back and will likely play the full ninety minutes. Um Obviously, Liverpool still without Virgil van Dijk. I just say it's too high a price for a for a third place home team. We are miserable at the moment. Like watching Liverpool,
1: we went something like four games without scoring a goal at yeah. home. I, I think. I don't want to say this is a good bit because the last time I said Liverpool probably lose this game to you. Tottenham come out and were absolutely shite. We're dire. Uh, yeah. yeah, but I, I, I don't. I, you know, I don't often advocate backing against your own team, so I will continue to stay on the fence about this one. But that's good odds for that. It's a big team. price. Put it that way.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think Fabinho and Jordan Henderson playing at centre half is fine, but. The bullying that Jamie Vardy has done to yeah. actual centre-halves in the last five seasons, Jordan Henderson is in for a very rude awakening if they play him at centre-half in this game. He Because Liverpool will play the way they play. They'll still press high. They'll still put yep. gaps in behind. It doesn't matter who they play against. It's the way Jurgen Klopp's teams play. It's why they lost 7-2 at Villa. It's mm. why they lost 4-1 at Man City. It's a way they'll play. Brendan Rogers knows this. Brendan, Brendan Rogers is one of the more astute, thoughtful coaches in that league. Whereby he will know exactly where the gaps are for James Madison and Jamie Vardy to exploit, and Harvey not
0: Martin. only that, he has the players that are able to exploit it. Yeah. So it's all very well knowing how it's set up, but if you don't have the talent available, um, you know you can think all you like, but he's got the he's got the players to exploit that perfectly.
2: And it's a it's a I hate doing this because it is just a pure. You never know which way it's going to go. Like Jurgen, everything that's gone with Jurgen Klopp personally, you never know if that galvanizes a team. Yeah. Um, yeah, behind him. But it just—they just, just miss Liverpool without Van Dijk is just an absolute nightmare. Like we've like, signed two centre halves and we haven't played them yet.
1: Yeah. So I, 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 and and I, you know, he might, he might, they may have a wondrous game. Is, is the only thing I could say there. But you know, we have been, you know, bad teams are taking us apart. Yep and that's not good. Yeah. We're playing against good teams, and good teams are really just like Man City didn't look troubled by us. Like, it went to one each after we got goal back fine, but they just turned the screw. Like, they had another level
0: that we don't have at the moment. So, in and that it, game, it was nil nil. Um, was it nil nil at half time? Yeah. Yeah. Nil nil at half time. That's when I used my 25 quid free bet, a bet 365 to back Man City to win 3 1. Yeah. You know, that's like, like, Do you know what I mean? Okay, it's nil nil at half time, but I got 28 to 1 on it, and Phil fucking Foden scoring right at the end made it 4 1. and scuppered a £700 return off a free bet I was raging Phil Foden's my nemesis Gordon bought him in the fantasy draft the week we were playing each other and it was him that made the difference so Phil Foden scoring goals is bad for me just generally I, I mean the thing is Andy surely the fantasy draft is less hurtful than
1: 700 quid. Like, oh, I don't know about that I don't know <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to know your price for next season if the fantasy league the, fa- is-
0: the, fantasy, the fantasy draft is important <laughs>
1: Um, but yeah I, I, I'm not going to go against your pick I wouldn't like for the sake of the podcast I'd like to see it come in but yeah it's, it's tough to I don't want Liverpool to lose ever so yeah, um, yeah I, I, I'll round off the the Outsiders this week with a game in a league that I frequented lots last season but has been too volatile to go back to until now for me. Uh, this is the French League 2, this is Cayenne versus Niort, and this is on Saturday at 6 pm. This game is a draw, is is what I come to you to say. Niort have drawn their last five games on the spin. If you look at if you look at their um if you look at their, their form, it's just red and yellow. The last green they had was in 2020 against AC Ajaccio, And I believe this game was mid-December. So we're a while back from when they last had a positive result out of a game. Um, Cayenne had to play PSG this week. They're actually not a bad team. They had to play PSG this week and lost 1-0 last night. They put a lot of effort into that 1-0 to make sure that they were still in that game. If you look at the league, they're tied on points. They've both got 30 points, 24 This is Kayan, twenty-four um, goals scored, 29 um, conceded New York, 27 points and 36. Cayenne are a better team than New York, but I think that midweek game will really come to haunt them back in here. And I think New York will be happy with a draw in this game. You're going to get that at these spicy odds for me of 11 to 5. Um, and that's why I like that pick a lot.
2: Yeah, I, I really like it. I misread your text as you were taking the away side. And I was like, God, this is a draw. But yeah, I've now I've now removed everything I was going to say, and now just going to agree with you and say, yep, yeah, that's a draw. Happy with that then? Yeah, that's a draw. Over over to the charity. Ten pounds of our own money on the treble. If we win, it all goes to beat some cancer first. If we don't, the tenant at the end of the season goes to the charity anyway. I am in the Australian A-League. This is the 8am kickoff on Saturday morning. It is Western United versus Sydney FC and I am going over 1.5 goals in the second half. A bet I've called out quite a few times this season. Not as official bets, but bets to look out for. So Sydney's last four away games in the second half have had two, two, two and three goals in the second half. Western United have been a bit tighter. They did have an outlier. They had one 0 nil in their last five games. However, the game before that, they had used up eight goals in the second half, and the last game there had two goals in the second half. These are leagues that traditionally, do you know what it is? I honestly think it's that go out and win cricket match type mentality just in Australia. <laughs> that, that games just, it's just always just keep going. Doesn't matter what the score is, just keep going. Just keep hacking. Yeah. Keep scoring goals. Because it's like that idea, like even though a football match takes 90 minutes, there's almost like a cricketer's mentality going like, no, you don't know what the other team will get. So just keep getting more runs. Keep getting more runs because we yeah, don't, know what keep doing the the I don't know what to do I don't know. We need to win 9-0 this week because if we win 10-0 next week, we lose the full series, right? You're like, No, that's not how football works. That's honestly what I see when I watch these games. Because it is. There's teams 4-0 up that will concede two free goals at the end because they have yeah. no... It is just forward attack in football. It's why I've said this for years on this. Since we've done this podcast, which Gary reminded us, by the way, is now over 100 episodes. Old. 101 today.
1: 101.
2: Yeah. Every time I watch this league, like I'll say it. It might not be the best quality the league. You've got players who essentially go there for retirement, but it is one of the most exciting leagues. Every time I... I've, I don't think I've watched an A-League game that I've been bored watching. I don't think I've ever turned one off, and that's something I can't say for
0: the English Premier League almost every week. It's on at a good time as well. It's um, not for it, you guys. It's not yeah, a good time thing. for me. But yeah. First thing in the morning... And exciting, but exciting for me, I'm not. I hardly ever watch Australian football. Um, it's just it's just one I've never really gone into. But exciting for me is on the 26th of February, the Japanese J League returns. So I'll be getting into some some nice early games once again. So yeah, um,
2: over 1.5 goals in the second half is five to six. It's really good odds for that.
0: So my charity pick is the the same odds, five to six. I'm in Scotland Premiership Saturday 3 p.m. A good traditional kickoff time. Ross County versus Hibbs. I'll take Hibbs to win away from home at five to six. So Hibbs are third place in the table, forty nine points from twenty eight games. Eleventh place, second bottom. Ross County, twenty three points from twenty eight games. Hibbs are one of the form sides in the league, twelve points from the last five matches. County have six points. Hibbs are the second best away from home performers in the entire league, which basically means they are the best because we just don't count Rangers. They're dominating the league so much. So <laughs> Hibs, second best away from home performers in the entire league, picking up 29 points on the road this season, which is which is huge. So 29 under of their 49 have coming away from home games. County are by far the worst team at home in the league. They are they're bad. Only 10 of their points have come at home this season. I watched Ross County's last home game, which was last weekend, and they get beat 2-0 by Dundee United. Right, Dundee United, a team that hadn't won away from home since August, which was the last time they played Ross County away. So the only time Dundee United have won at home in six months has been twice both times going to Ross County because Ross County are so bad at home. Hebs <laughs> um, are 5-6. to six. It's It's a great price. It's a great bet. Yeah,
2: I think think a lot of issues with Hibs, Gordon can probably tell me more, but a lot of issues with Hibs at the time when Ross County beat them at Easter Road was the Nisbet stuff, it was Martin Boyle being injured. I think think the same as you, Andy. I almost took this as my value, just because I really, really liked Hibs. And I just think it's the same idea I called it when Ross County played Rangers. John Hughes will always stick to the way he wants to play football. And if he comes against people like the Dundee United manager Like I believe Jack Ross says it's a bit more pragmatic. They'll find a way to play around that and they'll score goals.
1: Yeah. this is this is a a, a game I would again would have liked to pick, but it's not on the line if I lose. Like it's 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 like yeah, if you've ever been to a game where you're a neutral fan, right, and you place a bet, it's fine. But placing a bet against your own team and then going to the game and seeing them like (laughs) lose would, would hurt so much more like that, that um, but yeah, I think it's a great pick. I, I actually we're talking we were talking previously about Ross County being perhaps making the top six, and that was about three or four weeks ago. I was talking, I was
0: about I that. was not talking about that. I, said, I, I was, it was, I was looking at the odds
1: because it was about sixty six to one. I was like, why is that? And then Andy was like, yeah, they're, they've got fucking they've played all their games in hand, and they've got the toughest stretch coming up, playing against everyone they need to beat. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I can't see Ross County getting something out of this. I'd like I'd like Hibs to win this. So so I. I, will, I. will hopefully round off the uh, charity treble then with... I was actually having a look when you were talking there on Google Maps to see if this was equidistant between our picks, but it's a little closer to John's than yours. I am in Turkey um, for Trabzonza Sport versus Gazantep. Now, Trabzonza Sport have been brilliant recently. If you look at their, their overall form, the last three home games they've won comfortably... Overall, they've won their last um, six home and away. Um, there was a one-each draw after that with tri- um, with Antalya Spor. Um, but in their last nine games, they've only dropped two points. They've been fantastic. Uh, Gazantep's away form has been absolutely stinking. They've lost their last four games on the spin against bad teams. They're effectively losing against Ross County here. <laughs> um, they lost against Ka- um, Karagum Rook. They lost against Riza Sport. They lost against Konya Spor. They lost against Sivas these are not teams up the up the top of the league. These are teams towards the bottom. Um, Trabzonspor are in fourth uh, in the Europa League spots, just behind Fenerbahce, and they look to be. they'll Gaziantep had a better run to, at the start of the season, so they're not that far behind. But their last four games away from home have been rank. Um, I fancy Trabzonspor to win this game. You are going to get them at the spicy odds for me of five to eight. So, I, I,
0: I, I couldn't really take all of that in. Because at the beginning, did you tell me that Turkey is closer to Australia than it is to Dingwall?
1: No, to closer it was closer to um sorry, it was closer to your pick than John's pick was what I was meaning, as opposed to the right. other way <laughs> I'm
0: um, certain you said it the other way, right? And I, I was like, that, I, there I is no way Turkey is closer to Australia than it is to Scotland. What what way uh, round the world are you going?
1: That's it. <laughs> Um, but but no, uh, I I really fancy Trabzonspor in this spot here because um, are four to one, so that gives you the kind of idea yeah. what the bookies think of this game. Okay, um, I, I think Trabzonspor will continue on their run here. They've actually been te- beating teams quite comfortably as well. Um, they haven't been conceding many goals. So and their run actually coincides with beating quite a lot of the good teams in that league. They're beaten Bashitis, they've beaten Bashiashu um, here. You know, they've beaten teams up towards the top of the league. So Uh,
0: it's a league I know nothing about. It all sounds very good, and I trust you. Big green stripe versus big red stripe. All you need to know. (laughs) I agree. I think it's a very
2: comfortable home win for me, that one. Really good. Actually, really good odds, surprisingly. Yeah. For the pick. Um, so, yeah, I think that tenner probably pays out about 60 to 65 quid. I've not done the calculation. I'm sure you
1: can cash out about 40, John. Don't worry about it, mate. Just,
2: just before you pick, God, don't I? Just <laughs> <that>. <laughs> um, um So, what have we got? Have we got any up, upcoming fixtures in fantasy football that I'm missing? I've still not... Yeah, some good once. stuff
0: in the fantasy league. So, um, fantasy premier league, we have a in the normal salary cap game, there's a trampled bet league, 35 strong. Uh, Scott Strang leads the way, 1,000. Um, I don't know how many points he has, but well over 1,000. 26 ahead of Chris Jones. As um, on the podcast, we are not so great at that game. Uh, I think I'm in 26th place, Gordon 30th, John 34th and Gary and 35th. So uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's more for the listeners to enjoy that one and for us just to watch the run in. Um, in the Draft League, though, where where it all happens, Michael Stokes now leads the Draft League. He's ahead of Jason Stott by one point. Um, so got a lot of close. all bunching up towards the end of the season. Uh, Max Lump continues with a 59-all draw with Ben Conley. Scored the most points out of everyone in the Draft League and don't even win my matchup because the, the other guy has also scored joint highest points. John, you got a draw 40-40 with James McIver. Um, so that's a good result for you. And Gordon with a big win against Andrew Sweeney 50 points Phil Foden again Phil Foden again so the draft league is, is getting exciting um, obviously we, we play a lot of fantasy games uh, through the Facebook group so if you want to get involved join the Facebook group we've got fantasy baseball coming back soon the Trample Bet draft scheduled for Sunday March 14th at 9pm UK so if that's something you'd like to get involved with the fantasy baseball season this year join the, join the Facebook group and send us a message Excellent That was the podcast. Have a good weekend. Happy hunting. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.